bright and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 7, Episode 23. I'm Jack. Abbas. Been a while. <laughs> what a start that is. Where have you been? I don't know, just been around. Don't invite me anymore. Well, I mean, it's, it's an open invite. It's a family show, so anyone's welcome, even you. So, <laughs> But you're here today, which is good, man. Well, well, you couldn't get anyone else, could you? No, that was it. It was literally, it was either they do a pop with you or don't do one this week. So, I thought we'd do one with you. Might get more viewers if you didn't do yeah. <laughs> Or even listeners, <laughs> soon as it's, I don't know how many people view a podcast. Um, we'll go straight into it. What's the best goal you've seen scored against Spurs? Um, I'm going to go Yarmolenko uh, for Dortmund. Oh. Um, um, this season, it was yeah. unreal. The way he just cut in top corner, it was just... Like, we, we were all just... Like, everyone around in our area, because we were right behind him. Yeah. We were just like, did he just? Did he literally yeah. just do that? Did that just go in? It was just perfect, and I've I've not seen it many times on TV since. But I had a quick YouTube of it, and it just gets better and better. Yeah. Um, it was an absolute brilliant go. It was really like just it was top corner top. If you had four keepers, no one would have saved that. Nobody would have got a hand to it. It, it felt like as well that the ball was in the air for ages when he curled it, but it yeah. was like postage stamp. It was it a was brilliant right goal. top bins. Well enough on the night for him, was it? They were still beaten, <laughs> but that was a great. That what a night that was. What a night it was. Two one after about eleven minutes. Something like that, yeah. Great game. Any others? Um. Well, who 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 scored for West Ham the other day? Uh, Obiang. Obiang. That was another. That was unreal. That was a great goal, and we again right behind it. Yeah. Um. Just because when when he got the ball when it was like what twenty five thirty yards out, yeah. there was no no danger. Everyone was like, "Go on and have a pop!" Like, what are you gonna yeah. do? And for him to actually have like, it was just pace. It just yeah, had, yeah. it just had absolutely everything. Obviously, Son scored a great goal for ten minutes later, but that was just incredible. Like yeah. both of those goals were incredible. But for me, um, just for just technique and the finesse of uh, Yarmolenko's goal just edges, edges it for me. I did think, so people that have been listening for a while would have heard you on your first ever episode when you were asked what's the best goal you've seen live and you said Femi Martins Great against goal. Spurs. Great goal. So I thought you'd go with that one. But no, well, times have changed. Times have changed. But that is a screamer. So if anyone that's not seen that, <laughs> Newcastle scored two goals in five minutes at the lane and Femi Martins gets one, which is which just... Which is an unbelievable strike. It's ridiculous. Like a, a net breaker. It, yeah. It's unbelievable. I put this question out on... Uh, all social media, so Facebook, Twitter and Reddit. So thanks to everyone for their um, responses as usual. Um, the Matic goal last season in the FA Cup was one oh, that yeah. came up quite a few times, um, which was an absolute screamer. Also the Mtiti goal for Leon against oh, us, that where we hit it. Absolute, that was a great goal. He, so it was like on the half volley, wasn't yeah. it? On the left-hand side of the yeah. penalty area. And he, I've, yeah, that was just, just technique. It was... Tom Huddleston. It almost like defied logic that the ball went in the back of the net. It was unreal. Um, Oystini on uh, Reddit has said, Diamancy Kamara's overhead kick at the death, securing Fulham 3, Tottenham 3 in one of the most undeserved points I've ever experienced. Something we were 3-1 up yeah. as well. We yeah. conceded two goals like, yeah. towards the end. So that was... Someone uh, Bell uh, scored his first goals He did, us. he did. Um, one from me, Sebastian Larson. I saw that. It for was Birmingham. 
It was Alex McLeish's first game as Birmingham manager. I think we, I think we were two one up, and Cameron Jerome. Did we not go down to ten men in that game? We might have done. And Larson, literally the ninety third minute, hit one from thirty yards. Swerve. And it, it is literally if you ever played Roberto Baggio free kicks online, <laughs> it's that kind of swerve. It's absolutely ridiculous. Kind of went into the side of the net, didn't it? It was another one that was like you're never going to save it. Um, Thirty two shoe again on Reddit, and I really like this one. Said. Manchester United, 1999, Andy Cole. Losing to United stopped Arsenal winning the league. And that was when United <laughs> did the treble. And we went there on the last day. Took the lead. Les Ferdinand scored, but Andy Cole got the winning goal. Well, I think you ended... Did it end 2-1 or 3-1? But Andy Cole got, the, got a big goal in that game. Um, I quite like that one. I'd forgotten about that one. Um, people also making good points that it felt for a while, especially when Paul Robinson was in goal, that everyone just scored screams against <laughs> us. <laughs> Which it did, it did. Um, another one on Reddit, two guys scored a sweet volley against us. Which was did, on, I think it too, was on the yeah. opening day. And we went down, I think it was 2-0 at Blackburn. And remember, he scored a worldie. I remember Christoph Sambo as well for Blackburn. Though. Yeah, yeah. Scored one just on the edge of the penalty area or just inside the penalty at area. Lane. At White Hart Lane. Injury time winner. Was that an injury time winner? Injury time winner, <laughs> it was. Um, I remember that though. And I remember seeing it in real time and thinking, what a goal. Getting home and being like, watching the replay and being like, it was all right. <laughs> but it, it weren't that good and the other one that's come up is Didier Drogba's goal against us in the semi-final and when they beat us was it 4-5-1 or 5-1 five, one? Five, one. where he scored it. the first goal we were all over him and they played a long ball and literally chested it smashed the centre off the other way and half followed it in don't remember it blocked it out blocked I, don't blame it. I don't blame you but I think Umtiti is probably the most popular one uh, on there another one that came up James Parsons friend of the show on uh, Facebook said Nani's goal when Gomez put the ball down on the floor do you remember when uh, Gomez yes, thought I it do. was a free yeah, kick yeah. put it down Nani tapped it in and it was like that was a freak goal we always get done there don't we that was just we always get done there I, I just remember watching that and being like what's just happened like how has that how's that gone in I, I couldn't believe it Stephen Marsh I sit next to Steve at uh, Wembley he's written in as well said too many goals to record I know Beckham scores a few worldies against us and again, he said the Matic goal from the semi-final was just one that, you know, it was an absolute it, screamer. Yeah, I mean, that Matic goal was like, it was out of this world. It was just unexpected at a time when we had just got back into the game. Yeah. And, you know, we were pushing. We were, there was 15 minutes there after, after Deli Ali had equalised, where we were all over them. Yeah. But we didn't have a, a chance. We were all over them. We had about 75, 25% possession playing in their final third but we just couldn't get it through mm. um, and you know get fair, what can you, when, when something like that happens yeah. you can, you can yeah. only just applaud and say like fair play when you get a couple of screamers in a game it's always difficult and Savaloy Roy 1882 on Reddit brilliant name said he was 11 years old travelled up to watch the Mighty Spurs Newcastle away Lauren Robert scored two identical screamers. Is that when we lost 7-1? And this was in a 4-0 oh. loss. <laughs> we went through a phase of losing 7-1 to Newcastle We just a bit. couldn't beat Newcastle. <laughs> but even sort of in recent years, Newcastle still got on the right record against us. He was a good player, Lauren Robert, though. He was, he was Excellent, excellent technique. And then my favourite one, Hoodie Blue, said, in real life... Ryan Shawcross header in the 5-1 win versus Stoke I'm assuming that's the only game he's been to <laughs> so therefore, therefore that's the best goal he's ever seen against Spurs and the worst goal it's the best game he's ever seen and the worst game he's ever seen so I thought that was fantastic that made me laugh when I read that earlier um, any more can you think of any more absolute worldies that have gone in no I mean speaking of like from from 
from a Spurs perspective, yeah. um, Dembele against um, Anderlecht. Oh, yeah, last minute. Um, that was a great goal. You know what? Um, Should we do next week, what are your, what are your best last-minute goals? Why? We'll do that one next week. I've got one already. We can do Dembele for that. Got one already. Because that'd be a good one. We can have to wait till next week. Uh, I've got to turn up again. (laughs) Oh yeah, probably won't invite you next week. So (laughs) you can always email him though. We drew at the weekend with Newport, one-one. We went into that game, League Two opposition. Yep, the first twenty twenty-five minutes is going to be a bit of a battle, but the quality will shine through. It definitely wasn't that. (laughs) Didn't uh, we? We got out. In my opinion, we got out of jail. What what was your assessment? Hundred percent. For me personally, like, as you said, went into the game thinking, yep, all right, they're going to make it tough. It's, it's like all the elements are against us. Um, it's a poor pitch. The crowd are going to be up for it. The players are going to be up for it. Yeah. 20 minutes, 25 minutes, half an hour, let them have, their, have a bit of fun. They'll tire. They can't carry on playing at that level for full 90 minutes. They can and they did. Yeah. Um, but, you know, half an hour, no, no. If, we, if it's 0-0 no, no. even if it's 1-0 no, we're going to all we need is 1 1 will turn to 2 to 3 to 4 yeah. pretty much how United did against the Oval on, yeah. on uh, Friday because that was quite tight for the first 30 35 yeah. minutes and then they got 1 due to a defensive error and then you know they just ran away with it yeah. um, so we, I thought it'd be pretty something similar something, you know, something similar yeah. to that um, but you know what can you say credit where credit is due uh, Newport were exceptional they were Really, you know, they were really good. Um, they were pressing. They were like, they were pushing. They were going in for tackles. They wanted it more. They did want it more. And I was going to ask you about that because how can you how can you not want it in a game of football? Do you know what I mean? I know obviously for them they're like playing out their skin. They're playing against Premier League opposition. But is it acceptable for us to be able to say League Two opposition outfought us in a game of football? No, not at all. Um, I mean, I think sometimes you just look at. Just look at like the motivational players, like you know, one they're going into the middle of nowhere. Sorry for anyone who's yeah. actually from Newport, yeah. um, but going into the middle of nowhere, it's, it's in all honesty, it's a shit ground. It's um, you know, the changing rooms are probably horrendous. Yeah. You've probably got cold showers. You've probably got you know nowhere to sit. It's comfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like a top class. It's not stadium. luxury. It's not luxury, and you know. Players like one armor and die. I'm going to single out, unfortunately, for having absolutely terrible, torrid games of football. They were, they were both poor. And you know what? The players that I thought struggled the most were Dyer, Wanyama, and Dembele. Dembele, yeah. Well, and I just what I don't want to go down. I don't want to criticise too much because we're we're still in the FA Cup at the end of the day. But what surprised me with that was that I thought it was the type of game where you're going to fight and you've got to be aggressive and you think. Them free, that's what they do. So I was not worried about us being bullied no. in the game. I was worried a little bit about Foyth maybe getting bullied or Walker Peters. But Precisely. I actually thought Foyth had a pretty good game. I, I think he was quite solid. He was very, very calm and confident on the ball. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't um, adventurous with the ball, which is which you're not expecting to be yeah. because he's not a ball playing centre half. He's you know just a just you know. He's just, only what eighteen nineteen. Yeah, as well, isn't you know, he? he's not like a Toby or a Yan. He's just basically you know. Just does a job, yeah. And I thought he had he had he played really well. Um, we differed at half time actually because I remember messaging in the group and yeah. I thought um, Carl Walker Peters actually had a decent first half. He got yeah. taken off at half time, yeah. In the change of shape or having like Son play that wing back role, um, but you thought we had a bad game. I, f- I thought he really struggled and I felt I felt quite sorry for him because 
He's not had loan spells. He hasn't actually played that much football. He's, he wouldn't, he'd be one that's probably never experienced that kind of atmosphere before. And I've, I've thought that the atmosphere got the better of him on the day. I'm not judging him. Everyone has bad games. Like It's funny, he's a young player. He had a blinder when he played in the Prem against Newcastle. So there's a good player in there. Yeah. Um, and it was only what his second or third actual start. So it was one of them. Like It's a good experience for him. I think the main thing is we're still in. Yeah. Like, I know that it's caused problems with the fixture list now. We've got a lot of games coming up. But when we're 1-0 down, I think if you're 1-0 down with 10 minutes to go in any game of football and you get a draw, you've got to be pleased just at the fact that you've managed to dig a draw out in that final 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Um, just on the record, I thought, actually thought, and I, I know we're different here again, mm. but Walker-Peters had a decent first half. For me, if we were looking at, like, like if we were looking at the, the 10 outfield players... Largely, every single person was anonymous. Mm. You can, but he was the only one who was actually willing to make runs yeah. going forward. He obviously he got in the box two or three times, did nothing with it. But he was the only one making runs. He was yeah. the only one going forward. Someone like like so, for example, you're speaking about not being like boss of the ball. Lorente, you you expect more. Yeah, where do you, do you stand on him? Are you? So again, it's tough. It's tough because he's not getting game time. Yeah. Um. The the. When when he's come on, I feel like he's not done too badly. So when he played against Swansea, I thought he actually had a great game. You know, got the goal. He, he got the goal. He he was you know holding up play. His link up play was link up good play in is that good. Game. Um, even against West Ham in the Carling Cup, he you know had a few bits of like you know like little layoffs, yeah, little yeah. passes. You know, so there's a player in there. But again, the issue is not being playing, not playing so much. Yeah. Um, and you're going to see this because it's obviously. It's a difficult position to be in because you're always going to be second choice. You're never going to start every single no. game. No. Um, that's why I think maybe against um, Newport on in in on the replay, I think that's the game where Kane needs to rest. I think there's a case for Lamella to have started against Newport. Um, he, I mean, I don't think Lamella, did Lamella come on. He did, didn't he? Uh, I'm not sure if he did. If he did, it it was very very briefly at the end. Um, but you know, I think there's a case for Lamella to start um, on well, well next next Wednesday. Yeah, and and that's when we've got them. So we've got on Wednesday the seventh of February. So we've got United, which we'll come on to in a bit. Wednesday night this week, Liverpool on Sunday, Newport next Wednesday, Arsenal the following Saturday, and then Juventus the following Wednesday, Tuesday. Exciting. So I mean, yeah, the games come. It's a game every three days at the minute. Like it's fantastic. Um, I don't think I don't want to underestimate Newport because. I, no. I personally did for that first game. I'd like to think at Wembley, a big pitch, a good pitch as well, we'll have too much for them. But again, we've got to go into that game now knowing that we can't underestimate them because no, we, we can't. got away with it. But there were some FA Cup upsets and it, for me, I'm just pleased that we weren't one because going into the, going into the last 10 minutes, I, I did genuinely think we were going to go out because we didn't create much. There were, like I said, there were shocks. West Ham got knocked out against Wigan. Which not a shock. Um, West Brom winning at Anfield was just bonkers. I don't know if, if you saw much of that. Oh, game. I saw. I, yeah, I saw. I saw it. And it was absolute chaos that first half. That first half was yeah ridiculous. Because there was was it two VAR decisions? One disallowed a West Brom goal. One gave, three. gave three. Liverpool penalty. And, then, just, and then there was one for the uh, for the third West Brom for goal. The third goal. Where do you stand on VAR? Are you a fan of it or are you not? So. I am a fan. Um, however, I feel like they just need. Obviously, it just it's been well 
like publicised in the press. It just needs to be a bit faster. Yeah. Um, so VAR, or like essentially the third umpire, is fine in a game of cricket, which is naturally quite slow, yeah. and it takes three or four minutes to bowl and over, and you know the crowd. There's very little crowd involvement. Yeah. Unless it's like a you know, T Twenty or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's fine in something like that where you can take a time and you have like six or seven replays to see if the ball pitches nine or whatever. Yeah. But football is completely different. You know, it's a lot more fluid. It's a lot more action-packed. A lot yeah, more yeah. fast. Um, I think. Look, it's what the third, fourth time it's been used. Yeah. Um, they will. They will get better in terms of like. Because we could see like within the first two replays, essentially what what actually happened. Like the put. So for me. Although it is a penalty on uh, Mo Salah, mm. I thought it was quite soft. This is the thing, because I watched that back, and it's like, I don't play at the highest level, right? Okay? I play Saturday league football, but that happens every single time I go in the penalty box, I get pulled. If, if, someone's, if I'm marking someone in the penalty box, I'm going to pull and push them, whatever. That's the nature of it. You know, some people can say, well, that's a foul, but I don't know if it is. I think it's a contact sport. I know he's given him a little bit of a, of a tug, but what, I'm, still, I'm still not sure if it was even a penalty. And, and I might be in the minority with this one, but the, this is my slight issue with VAR. It's that I don't like it on decisions that are subjective because yeah. some people can say penalty, some can say no penalty, some can say yellow card, some can say red card. And it's like, where do you, where do you stand back? And I don't know how much that helps referees. And my problem with it in the West Brom Liverpool game was I felt like the referee's head had gone, yeah, and that he was having to refer everything. He he did do it six or seven times. You could didn't see he? on you see it on his face that he was thinking, God, I've given this decision, but what if I don't review it and I've got it wrong? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get killed. So I think that's something that they need to address. It's tough for referees. I think it's even harder now. The eyes were on them before, but there's even more eyes on them now. It's like, oh, if they get it wrong and they haven't referred it. God get him out. So I felt for him, but what a result for West Brom! Like what a result! No one saw that coming. Like that was bonkers. I put out on Twitter as well whether or not we think VAR is good for football. What do you reckon the results come back as? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say seventy thirty for yes. Sixty forty for no. Oh, controversial. It might have been people heat at the moment saying no, which is one of the reasons why I put it out at the time I did. But I thought that was quite interesting. But I, I like what you say. You like to think that it will get better. I mean, it, sh- it has to, it has to, right? It, because it's all about the time it takes for decisions to be made. Like, the West Brom fans, the West Brom fans have celebrated, yeah. like, a minute and a half before they'd actually been accredited to go. It just takes all the fun out of yeah. it. Um, you know, if they can get that average time down from them, I think, um, I don't know who was in the... Is it two and a half minutes is two, the average Two minutes time. and 30 seconds. If they can get that down to about 30 seconds... Makes perfect sense, yeah. or even, yeah, like having four minutes of stoppage time at the end of the first half just because all of the VAR decisions—it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's silly. Um, time will tell, I think, with VAR. Yeah, um, and you like to think they adapt it into game. I'm a little bit worried about it at the minute, just because there's a lot of negativity surrounding it, and it's not started too well. But we'll just, see. I think it's just teething issues. I, I yeah. reckon once they, once they like actually develop some sort of framework for what can be referred or yeah. what can't be referred then it would just work out a lot quicker that's probably why they're, they're slowly bringing it in aren't they like certain games have got it so it's a bit of a you drip feed it in once they've got it then yeah. they can roll it out yeah well it's going to be rolled out for the World Cup isn't it oh god imagine that 
Magic. It, that won't affect England, will it? <laughs> it gonna matter. Um, we've got Man United Wednesday night. Now, Man United at home for me is such a special game. United is like when I was growing up, United were the team. They dominated English football. They won it all. They had the best players. They played amazing football. They had the greatest manager ever at the helm. I used to love going. It took me about 10 years to see a victory over Man United because we had that spell where we just couldn't beat that them. That was what? Stephen Carr? Steve Carr, best, best goal in the history of football. Um, <laughs> that game. So I think it's going to be brilliant. I've got great memories of United from last season, last ever game at White Hart Lane where we beat them 2-1 and that was just like a magical, magical afternoon there. Like You're there with your friends and your family. Very lucky. See Tottenham win. Like That's a moment that will be with me forever I'm lucky enough to say I was there for it um, it's going to be a tough game they've signed Sanchez they've got I mean their attacking options you've got Sanchez Lukaku Rashford Martial Mata Lingard to name a few like there's a lot of players and a lot of pace in that team which can cause problems so it's not it's definitely not going to be an easy game but they've struggled the last couple of seasons at our place like I said we beat them 2-1 we beat them 3-0 the year before yes. so they haven't won at our place and it was a draw the year before that I think it was a 2-2 when we had AVB was that 2-2? yeah is that when Walker, when Walker scored? Sandro, Sandro and Walker. absolute screamer. Oh, was that Walker as well when he went under the wall? That's the one so they, I feel like they haven't been there, there was a one or her in Dempsey yeah last, last minute. minute that's right so uh, do you know what I mean we've got a decent record they haven't beaten us on our turf for a while what do you think? Are you confident going into um, it? I think it'll be a draw. Mm. Um, Would you take a draw? Considering Arsenal have got um, Swansea, who obviously, you know, not to be taken lightly because they beat Liverpool, yeah. um, but I believe Arsenal are at home for that. I'm not sure. I'm not um, sure. I, obviously, I'd take a point. I would take a point. Would you? That's interesting. Um, but it's, I mean, for me, it's a game we cannot lose. Yeah. Um, we cannot because you'd expect there to be some sort of response from Liverpool, and potentially being five points behind, it's it's quite a big gap. And on top of that, Arsenal may potentially leapfrog us if we do mm. lose and they win. Um, so for us, for, for me, it's a game we cannot lose. Um, I reckon it'll be quite cagey. Mourinho will come and potentially, like you know, he's. He's canning since he's not like a clock where he'll just gung ho go forward. He'll have a lot of men behind the ball. He'll have a lot of men behind the ball. He'll use the pace to counter. Um, he'll probably go Lukaku through the middle, Sanchez off a one, and then Martial. Even Martial. I don't think Rashford will play. I reckon he might even go Lingard, but he might play Lingard in a midfield Central. three, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a tough game, but I think looking at it, it. You're right in the sense that if we, I think if we lose, we'd struggle to get above United because I think they'd be quite away in front. But I, I'm, I think we're going to win. I do. I've just got a feeling that we're going to turn it on. We'll, well see. We'll see. It's, no, they, it's not going to be co- easy. If they come out and play, then I, I'm, I'm confident that we can get in behind. Mm. But it's just, you know, we, we know what Mourinho's like in big games. We know what he's like. It's not like he's playing, you know... Huddersfield where yeah. no disrespect to them but you know he can sort of he lost that game by the way but you know where he can actually yeah. you know go forward and take the game to yeah. them um, he, will, he will be fully aware of our attacking threat yeah. going forward with Kane and Son and hopefully Ericsson's fit um, and Delhi. 
he'll know you know he'll know all about us and he'll he will come in and sit in and for him he'll be he'll probably be happy with a point as well yeah he knows that the, the league is gone it's all about consolidation or second place um so yeah i mean i think he'll come in see where they are say give it last 15 20 and if there's if they're you know if they're in it then didn't stop maybe go for it yeah. but it will be cagey it'll be tight um We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a game that is going to be the first goal. I think is going to Crucial. be so so big. You, you can say that about any game of football, but I think this one in and, particular. And, that, and, and that's what we've done well against them in the last couple of years is that we've got that first goal. Yeah. And having got that first goal means that they have to come out. I think there was a stat about us that we. It's like the. the I, I, I might not have this hundred percent, but it was something along the lines of the last nineteen games where we've gone in front, we've won seventeen of them. It was something like that. Where it's like when we get in front, you you don't beat us. So hopefully we can do the same. And then we've got Liverpool first Friday four days after, which that is going to be a big game, brilliant game. That I, I cannot because, wait for that because you you'd expect. Um Liverpool to come out and and play because that's the only way they they know and that's the only way they know and that will leave gaps open. My only concern here is down the side of uh, Trippier. Mm. If um, he plays, uh, yeah. So what, so let's let's do hypothetical back yeah. fours or back threes. Or well, back five. this is the thing as well because Alderweireld may be fit this week. If he is, would you would you throw him into one of these games, or would you ease him back in? Maybe uh, play him against I, Newport. I, no, I think it has to be eased in just because he's the next six games define our season. Yeah. Um. There's no point throwing him straight in against Liverpool or against United. Um. I'd 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 go. I'd probably drop um Dyer back. And. And play Wanyama and um, for me Wanyama has to start. Yeah. Uh, li- ignoring the fact he was he was poor against Newport, but he has to start. He's like you know he's the enforcer. Yeah. Um. Interesting quotes. So just digressing yeah. slightly, but interesting quotes from Poch over the last couple of days about Sissoko being one of the most important well, team members. What, hasn't, what's he, your... hasn't he made more appearances this season than anybody three, else? Yeah. Which is fascinating. I. I wish we had Harry Winks fit for that Liverpool game. Yeah. And the reason being, he possesses great qualities on the ball, but I actually think that we'll miss his rattiness defensively against Liverpool. Just in and around, just, just buzzing around, because just getting in there. You know I'm a massive Eric Dyer fan. I love Wanyama as well. But they don't have that five-yard ability that Winks has got. And against Real Madrid, he was such a rat. He was in Cruz and Modric's face the whole time. They'd have a second on the ball. Yeah. And it, I think the game against Liverpool was not going to necessarily be what United will be. United will be a physical battle. And yeah. it'll be a lot more... It'll be a lot more tighter. It'll be exactly. a lot more tactical. Whereas Liverpool be... is going to be quick, two-touch football of that. And I think if we have Winks for that, I think it'll, I think it'll be a big miss for that game. If you had to do predictions <laughs> of... United, Liverpool, Newport, Arsenal, Juventus. Oh, bloody hell. What would you do? And then after we've done Juventus, I'm going to go back and I'm going to take this recording of what you say. I'm going to drop it into the episode after Juventus and we'll see how close you got. So, <laughs> United at home. Uh, one all. Liverpool away? Um, I'm going to say that we're going to win. Um, I'm going to go 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. Newport at home? 3-0. Uh, Arsenal at home? 2-1 Juventus away uh, I think we'll lose that 2-1 Arsenal 
Oh, if that happened, I would take that right now. That's a very... You've changed, mate. You're optimistic now. What's, what's oh, happened? I've, I've had a word. What's happened? Well, I've had a word. How's the black eye? All right. So <laughs> gone down a little bit. Mate, if, if, we're, if that is our next month, what a season that will be. That will be absolutely unbelievable. The Spurs ladies, uh, they played at the weekend as well. Um, so I've mentioned this the last couple of weeks, that... Um, on the 14th of February, uh, I've got the pleasure of going to speak to Josie Green at the Tottenham training ground. So any questions you have for her, um, do get them over before that recording. But they played against Sheffield at the weekend, uh, the Spurs ladies, uh, in a Women's Super League 2 game. And they narrowly lost 4-3. Um, so Coral Jade Haynes, Bianca Baptiste and Sarah Wiltshire were all on the score sheet for Spurs. Uh, it was a it was a tough game. Sheffield were down to down to ten. We just couldn't quite get that equaliser at the end. But they're more than holding their own in that division. And for a side that's, do you know what I mean, playing its first season in the Women's Super League Two, they're having a fantastic Very season. Impressive. Lucas Mora. Apparently, he's going to get announced. Will he? Won't he? What a question that is. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen him. I don't have that much knowledge about him I know he's a bit of a pacey winger and my knowledge is from football manager so I, yeah. I can't say I've seen him but if it's signing Potch wants I'm all for it I mean if we look at who we've got and off the bench I mean yeah is he going to improve us by and large answers yes yeah um, is he somebody is, is a winger someone that we need the answer is yes mm. um, do we trust Potch Yes. So for me, I mean, people are saying, I don't want him, I don't want... Like, I mean, you know, why? Yeah. Just get someone in, bit of fresh... He's quite an established player as well, isn't he? He's won, I think he's won, what, four trophies in the last three or four years. So he brings that winning mentality with him. I think he was um, the second top goal scorer for PSG last season Mm. after Cavani. Um, Don't Mm. quote me that, but it sounds like something red. Yeah. and you know if he can if he can bring that on as an impact sub or even if he's starting like it just gives us another option you know we i think the biggest thing for us is we cannot afford to lose top 4 football yeah next like we can't we can't finish outside top 4 mm. um so for me like just get it done. Uh, if it's a, I'm I'm reading like various quotes where they're saying it's a difference between four million. Um, it's, it's classic Spurs, isn't it? It's in classic the Spurs, and you know, it's just just get it done. Yeah. Just get it done. You know, just bring someone in, some fresh blood, just something to get like fans excited, to get yeah. the players excited. Just you know. Yeah, I said I'm 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 all for the transfer, like. It's, it's always good to just have a fresh face in as well. It picks everyone up. So we'll There's, see what happens. There's two days left. So those are like talks of Malcolm still. They, they don't yeah. seem to be going away. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There's not going to be any business done on deadline day because we're playing. That's the thing. We've, we've got a game Wednesday. So I don't think that... I think if it doesn't get announced on either today, Monday, which when we're recording this, or tomorrow, right. Tuesday, I'm not sure if anything will get... Because I don't know how we could do business Wednesday. But time will tell on that one. We've got a quiz... Which yeah. you've been listening to all, all, yeah, all every season. Week, every uh, week. So, is good friend the of the show, Simon <laughs> Mitchell, has uh, written in with a quiz. So, this is old versus new, so appearances. So, I'm going to give you two players. They both played in the same position, and you've just got to tell me which player do you think has got more appearances for Spurs. Sounds easy, right? Okay. 
really easy. I mean, these are five really easy questions. I mean, anything less than five out of five, got to take a look at yourself. So the first one, goalkeepers, Hugo Loris or Ted Ditchburn? <laughs> <laughs> um, reckon old uh, Ted. Ted. So, yeah, you're right. Ted Ditchburn, 452. Hugo Loris, what? 200 odd? 230, yeah, very good. <laughs> look at that, mate. What a start. Uh, de- <laughs> defense, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Defence, Jan Vertonghen or Joe Kinnear? Oh, Jan Vertonghen. It has gone downhill. It has, <laughs> it has. <laughs> Jan Vertonghen, 232. Joe Kinnear, 258. Oh. So 26 more penalties. Who knew? For Joe Kinnear. Well, Simon did, because he <laughs> sent us the quiz in. Uh, midfielders, Delhi Alley or Les Allen? God, what, Delhi's on what, 100... 15, now 110 115. Um, uh, uh, Delhi Alley. <laughs> oh, it's Les Allen. <laughs> oh, Delhi Alley 125, Les Allen 137. So 12. You said Delhi Alley 115, it's not, it's not a bad guess actually. Uh, wingers Eric Lamella or John Cheduzzi. I can't say I've heard of him. <laughs> um. I'm going to go with Lamella. It is Lamella, 133 to John's 75. So, comfortably more. And then, Does he give years? Huh? Does Simon give any years on that? No, he hasn't. Oh, he should do. So, yeah, up your game, Simon. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, and then forwards, Kjomin Sun or Gary Lineker? Oh, interesting, because um, I'm going to go Gary Lineker. Kjomin Sun. 118, Gary Lineker 106. So there's not much. There's not much in it. This is a great game. But it's a good quiz. We should just do a, a podcast just on just, just on appearances. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Uh, have you got anything else? Uh, wish I wish I wish I did. Um, I don't. And mate, <laughs> unbelievable. It's good to have you back on though. Yeah. Familiar voice. I'm sure that, like you said, the rent will drop massively. Uh, remember, whatever happens, future's bright. Future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. Playing out what I play, Nick 
colour Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's lime green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and we all knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Madonna is a spur. We're the football connoisseurs. Chaz and Dave Scott me raised. Chirpy the cockerel. Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol fumbling the same. Clattenburg. Waterberg doesn't Dun. give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, but we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into equalise Ginger Pele in disguise He will speak of the technique that Jason Dozel act Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardwister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco These linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright but it makes me sad the Steagle was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar Davids Dreadlocks Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White How dare I forget Two dare is to do Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Kazuyuki Toda bent his free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your arse. Liam Walker's page to go. Gus Poirier, free kick Gomez made super saves, he can shake my wife. Edrington loved the bookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed in Coccinola undressed Point won't give up the fight Wolfhawks never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall, Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decisions Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandra's kung fu kick Eric Torsten looking swell, Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shepard's bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue we love to win style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim playing high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White's from White Hart Lane If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Hanson, 44 If he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue 
This one's for Billy Nick, it's the who did the trick. He showed the world what's for us to do. The Lincoln Cup we won in 1961. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey. Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane. Heroes in white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim betting high. Then our football story will echo with glory.